All right, we're back. Kinda. This is a preview for today's Patreon episode that featured some worst of stories that have a lot to do with first dates in celebration of Dylan's favorite holiday, Valentine's Day, that's coming up this month. Also, we discussed which is a bigger red flag to keep a Thule under your pillow or to own your own pool cue. Yeah, that's a big theme here. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Yeah. If, if you own a pool cue, you may not like this. But the kind, the kind you carry in a case and bring to the bar. That's the one. We're yeah, yeah. About. You have to have a satchel for your pool cue before you walk if, or go anywhere with it. The, the person who owns their own pool cue puts off the vibes of the um, fedora with safari flaps. It's the same person. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's the same guy or gal. We had several stories today. We had some fireball with the lads up in Canada. Mm. We had uh, a wine Wednesday for a freshman in college who, I'm not going to lie, that was actually a best of story. That guy was living the dream. Seriously. We had some uh, fir- worst first date prompts from Instagram from all the listeners out there. We also went to a pool hall, as you can probably tell. And we took a little trip up to Round Rock for some uh, a gun and ammunition show. If you feel so intrigued, hit the link in the description of this episode and head over to patreon.com slash circlingbackpodcast. But here's a little sneak peek of today's stories. Hi, guys. <laughs> First time, long time. Sorry if this was a bit lengthy and disorganized. I tried my best. So I was a third year in university living in Vancouver with four of my girlfriends and my English boyfriend of a year. The English part is relevant later, I swear. Me and my UK boyfriend eventually broke up as his visa expired and he had to move back to the UK. A few weeks post-breakup, all the girls went to Whistler for a weekend, which I would typically do with them, but had an important meeting on Sunday, so I was all alone in the house. Since I lived with four other gals, and we usually spent our weekends in Whistler together, being alone never usually happened. I'm going to pause here and talk about how dope her existence is. Yeah, these are some places that I've been wanting to travel to. Like, she goes to school, or as she says, university in Vancouver, and she just goes to Whistler on the weekends. Where exactly With her, is with her English boyfriend. In Canada. <laughs> Okay, mountainous region. Oh, all Fantastic right. skiing destination, David. Since it's close to, I think it's close to Vancouver, so I'm thinking it's west. So it's near Banff. I mean, Dave. It's, it's basically, I'm showing you Whistler right now, dude. Tell me you don't want to go to Whistler. It's basically the, the twin city to Banff, yes. I bet there's some good golf in there in the summer. I mean, look at this place, Dave. I think we got to go to Whistler. I would love to go on a ski trip with y'all and just go sit at a saloon. Let's go to Whistler, dog. I think we can make that happen. She continues. So as you can imagine, it was Friday night and I was feeling especially lonely. To combat this, I decided to drink a whole Mickey of Fireball to the dome and started DMing all my matches from Tinder to meet up for a drink. Is a Mickey a Canadian way of saying a fifth? Will someone look this up? Will someone fact check this for me? A Mickey? I'll, I'll look it up, dog. Oh, boy. A Mickey? I'm Mickey Mouse. Oh, boy. Stop it, please. Thank you. Fritz loves it. I thought we were boycotting Disney after the Minnie Mouse thing. I don't boycott Disney. Okay. There are, yes, it is a, it is a pint. I think oh, so. Because okay. it's 16.9. Oh, Mickey's with the lads. 16.9 ah. ounces is what it says. Okay. So that's a pint, right? I don't know. Sure. My mom always told me not to buy those because that's what alcoholics drink. Wait, she drink a, a <laughs> it Mickey? It kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. There's no, way, there's no way she drink a pint of Fireball, right? I just drank a Mickey of Fireball. Dare me to drive? No, I don't. We don't condone that on this podcast, Dave. We do a lot of drunk stories, but we don't condone drinking and driving. Yeah, either. it's a metric pint. That's Consider, not that big. Considered a U.S. metric pint. That's not that big. A That's a lot of Fireball. It's 17 ounces, dog. This is a, yeah, but a, like, a I young mean, lady. but it's not a fifth. Like, right, but 17 ounces of Fireball, not a beer. It's Fireball. Yeah, I know. She essentially drank a beer of Fireball. I'm just saying, dog. 
So as you can imagine, it was Friday night and I was feeling especially lonely. Oh, no, I already read this part. I'm sorry. We had a few takers of the Tinder matches that she was messaging, and I set a time to meet one of them. I bet he tells the story to his friends as the worst Tinder date of all time. I already was completely hammered from the fireball, but I didn't let myself realize it. So I hopped on the bus and I met him at a bar. As soon as I walked up to him, I noticed he is very tall and incredibly handsome, which was promising, but he opens his mouth to say hello and he has a fucking English accent. The last thing I want to hear after being dumped a few weeks back. My, my drunken self immediately let out an audible, ugh, but we continue to go in the bar anyway. Okay, we, well, let's, let's guess what kind of English accent. Is it like a Peaky Blinders or is it more like Justin Rose? Hello. Wait. Uh, a catch, pleasure to meet boy. you. Catch me up. Why was she upset that you had an English accent? Because she knows she's she just got out of a year-long relationship yeah. with okay. a guy Context who had an English clues. accent. Context clues. He's tall. She's he's the, handsome, and he's got an English accent. That's a. She's the only girl in North America that's rolling up to her tall, handsome English date and and being bummed that he's British. This is like a rom-com. He's British. Oh, he's British. British. He's mental. Wait, 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 wait. Did I have this wrong? Is she not like falling for the English accent or she genuinally does not like No, I think it. she She's... genuinely is not in, not into oh, it. Oh, I read this wrong and I apologize. Dave, I, is mental... I thought it was like a more like a, oh, this guy's the total <sighs> package. Oh, you thought like a snail trail situation was happening? Oh, what am I doing? What the fuck? Yo, Dude, shout you, out. You gross me out. That what? is... That's a top three. That's a hat tip to... Uh, no, it's not. To uh, What's it's it called? A tip. That's a hat tip to Judy on Righteous Gemstones. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Allow it. Now, on top of this man being English, he was also incredibly boring. Nice enough, but extremely, extremely beige. You never want to get described okay, as beige. Okay, so I am picturing Justin Rose. Mm -hmm. Can you, you don't want someone to call you beige. Beige? It, beige is a torch color, like objectively, but no, like you don't want to be described as that. I've never heard anyone be described as beige. <laughs> Hello. So I started pounding down... Hail ales. I can remember our conversation. I can't remember our conversation exactly, but I'm sure I was a total bitch due to the combo of boringness, Englishness, and my level of drunkenness. To be fair, I didn't even he didn't even like rugby and he was from Bath, but that's besides the point. Wow. <laughs> this dude is mid. Can you imagine being from Bath and not liking rugby? Catch me just being so into rugby if I'm from Bath. Dave, they know where Bath is. <laughs> it's near Vancouver. <laughs> I need to look up why like I don't, I don't, I obviously don't follow much rugby. Like, are they, are they like the top fucking club? What's the deal? You, bath you rugby seriously don't like, know? Bath rugby sounds like something me and Dylan used to do. Sounds like something I did in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they were You got me good. Yep. I, I'm sure bath is a great place. This has nothing to do with the story, but I saw a Lake Travis rugby sticker on Mopac today. Do they just have high school rugby teams now? Um, they have club teams. Yeah, oh, you should play rugby. My stepbrother was on the Westlake uh, really? club rugby team. Yeah, interesting. Nice. About nice. four pale ales later, I thought, "Hey, he's boring, but I guess I'll go home with him. He's hot, and he might be better in bed than he is in, with his conversing." We hail a cab back and go back to his place. We start to make out on the bed, and thirty seconds in, I have to run to his bathroom, and I begin to puke up all the fireball and pale ale. That was gonna happen. That's a that's a tough combo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He never said anything, but him and his roommates must have heard this. I'll never know. I search the, through the cabinets and I find a rogue toothbrush to borrow. I know I'm not very proud of this. This oh, might be the grossest part of the story, if I'm being honest. Okay. Using your random hookups toothbrush? 
oh, I'm just thinking about where this, what this toothbrush could have been used for. Grosser things happen. You want to hear a really gross story about a toothbrush? Just about how you and Sally used to share one? Uh, we did do that on vacation, yes. Um, oh, is that just vacation? Uh, maybe we should move on to my gross story. You guys want to hear a really gross story? <laughs> you want to hear a really gross story? Yeah. So my parents uh, had some friends that went on vacation. I think they were in the Bahamas. And this was before digital cameras existed. They had just had the disposable cameras. I used to love those. Those are the days. Yeah. My parents once gave me one when we were in Cancun when I was in, I think, first grade. And all I did was take photos of women on the beach and trash cans. I thought you were going to say your wiener. No. When my parents developed those photos, they were like, wow, you're... You're you're sick. You're an interesting <laughs> child. Is that what that binder full of women is? Yeah. This kid's going to do it's great It's my things. dossier full of Cancun women. And so... Uh, so my parents' friends were on vacation, and when they got back from vacation, they developed all the film on their disposable cameras. What they found was that the cleaning people at the hotel had taken a series of photos with the uh, some of the things in the room, one of those things being a toothbrush. They had oh. one photo of them smiling with the toothbrush. The next photo was them taking their pants off, uh -uh. and then the next photo was them putting the toothbrush in their b-hole i'm pretty sure they sued you have you have to. i don't need i would i would take another avenue i would not go the judicial okay. route oh you would get what would you do would you take electric avenue with an electric toothbrush <laughs> yeah i would i would uh crawl the through tires while uh, tasers swung back and forth in 3d and electric avenue played that's yeah. really random um that is what that is where was this resort I think Bahamas. Oh, hard to say. Were they rude? Do you think they were? It's always. It's, Do they deserve it? I think about Does the story anybody? most times. I go on vacation. I think about the story, and I normally put my toothbrush in back into my dop kit at all times. Why? Why take <sighs> photographic evidence of your situation there? Because they're not. They're not bitch made, dog. Nothing's gonna happen. They're different. Damn fool. Let's get back into her story. I go back in the room and I say, I'm too drunk to do anything, but I'm not going home so we can just sleep here. And then I proceed to sleep next to this poor man fully clothed in his twin bed. In the morning, I wake up in a fog and I realize where I am completely mortified. The guy is very kind though and says, good morning, again, with his English accent. So it makes me incredibly sad and heightens my anxiety. Good morning. Good morning. Cheerio. And he offers to go make me some tea. Honestly, kind of a chill sitch. I like this guy. I graciously thank him as he goes to the kitchen, but I have to get the fuck out of here. I gather all my belongings and I shamelessly sneak out of the house. You can't see the kitchen at all from his room, so I was good to go. Luckily, my phone isn't dead and I call the close and I find the closest car to go, which are you guys familiar with car to go? Forgot about car to go. I did too. For those out there that don't know, it's a car share app that has smart cars parked all around the city and she books at home. I quickly block this guy's cell phone number, block him on Tinder and double check to make sure I didn't throw any follows on Grom or Twitter. Completely ghosted him. Shitty thing to do in a relationship, but I figured he wouldn't mind after the shit show of a night. I thought it was done and it was already the scariest Sunday I've ever had. But cut to about three months later and I'm, I'm on campus and I see this poor guy. He looks at me with the most disgusted look I've ever received. I literally did a 180 and walked the other direction. Luckily, we never saw each other again. He probably moved back to Bath to not watch rugby and be boring. I wish him well, though. Doesn't sound like she wishes him all that well. No, that's, no. that seemed a little Some sarcastic here. You guys will be happy to know that I'm in a happy relationship with a wonderful man named Dylan. Oh, shit. Spelled D-Y-L-A-N. Oh, that's a more popular version. She can now hear an English accent without wanting to drown in pale ale, and she has not drank a whole Mickey of Fireball alone since that night. Love the pod. XOXOXO.